Hello and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.iamwomanproject.com.au. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favourite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Am Woman Project and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Today we have Janelle Ryan, the authentic coach. Janelle Ryan is a passionate and dedicated change catalyst. She's also the founder of Sky High Coaching, a regular and avid blogger, a published author and an inspirational speaker who credits everything that she's experienced in her life to date to her love and success in the life development arena. Janelle's passion and the enthusiastic nature, along with her unwavering belief in her clients, makes her a natural in working with successful dynamos, ready and committed to take their life to the next level. Janelle believes the path to a fulfilling and blissful life is not merely about goal setting and achievement. She believes underlying the pursuit of every goal is the need to make the change required. This change could be physical, mental or emotional. Janelle works with her clients on busting through self-doubt, creating more confidence and living a life they want to live, rather than one they think they should be living. She believes everyone can take their life sky high. So sit back and get ready for this energetic conversation between two women. So welcome to the show, Janelle Ryan. How are you today? I am fantastic, Catherine. Thank you so much for inviting me along. You are most welcome. I thought we'd better start recording because we were having a great conversation and (laughs) I was asking you about being the change catalyst and exactly what does that mean. So I thought for our listeners, why don't we unpack Janelle Ryan and tell our uh, listeners all about the change catalyst. Okay, Um, so the elevator pitch is I help high achievers get out of their own way, align their actions with their goals and create, I guess, their next chapter or their next big thing or the life they desire and deserve. That's the elevator spiel. Um, But what it really means is I help people make some transformation or some change in their life. So it, as we were talking about, it doesn't matter to me what the change is. Of course, I care about them making the change, but whatever it is that they want to change in their life, I help them do that. So I'm the catalyst. I'm their support. Um, I'm I'm their biggest cheerleader. I help them create that change in their life. I don't need to be an expert in their life. They're an expert in their life. I believe that they have the tools and the resources and the creativity inside them and my role is to bring that out so they can see it too and then they can use it. Oh, I love it. I feel like I'm um, uh, speaking 
to myself or you're speaking to me. I feel like it's me speaking at the other end. So Janelle, we were saying how you actually explained to me how uh, marketing agencies and PR agencies don't like you because you don't have a specific niche. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's really, uh, I think I'd love to deep dive into that because as you know, when you do speak to PR agencies and marketing agencies, they want to know all about your niche. So how do you find your clientele? Because you were saying you have all different types of people from trade workers to business women. So how do you, how does it work for you if you don't have a niche? It works for me by conversations. So my clients um, really appear for me a conversation at a time. So I can be at an expo or I can be giving a presentation somewhere or I, I was at a networking event last night, um, spoke to a woman and we've been talking on the phone today. It's, it's, it's really about um, speaking with people and making a connection and then they'll often open up to me once they find out what I do (laughs) they'll open up to me about an obstacle they've got or something they've been struggling to achieve or um, sometimes it's I have clients who they know what it is they want to achieve they are very clear on what it is but they've procrastinated or something you know there's been a block or They they need to be held accountable. So sometimes they'll say to me, I know exactly what I should be doing. I just need someone to make sure I do it. So to me, it is about I will learn about them. I will learn about their life. I'll learn what their hugest or largest or most inner dream or desire is. And um, then, then I help them achieve it. So my... The, the reason marketers don't usually like me very much is because it's sort of not a girl called Sally who's 30 years old and lives in Melbourne. So it can be um, anybody, really. If you've got a goal or a dream or a desire and you feel like you need some help and support in making it appear, I would probably want to talk to you. Okay, so you don't have an avatar as, the, as they call it? No, no, I don't have an avatar. If I had to put a box around it, it, it is I, – I, I will work with people who are achieving, who are successful, who are driven um, is probably the best word. And um, I coach by referral or invitation only. So it would be – I have very long conversations with people before the, the two of us decide that it's the right fit and we will move forward and work together because if there is a, a parameter or a type, it's people that I know that I'm going to enjoy working with and that are going to absolutely inspire the pants off me. Wow. I love the invitation piece. I've not heard that before. So you invite Yes. coach people to come to you for coaching? Yes. So if we, um, if someone's interested, the first thing we do is we have a very long conversation and that will be in person or by Skype. And uh, some people will do it on the phone, but I prefer to be able to see people. And especially in person is obviously great because you, you can get that connection. And um it's a very, it can be up to two hours or even more because I really I need to know that I can help them, that I'm the right person for them. 
and they need to know that too. They need to trust me. And I don't I don't receive any kind of investment from anyone until we're both very sure about that. And that is when I would invite them in to work with me once I was 101% sure that I could help them. So Janelle, how do you find these people? Is it through networking? Um, networking, conversations, referrals. Um, I do do some exhibitions. I do Mind, Body, Spirit in Melbourne every year and a lot of my clients come from there. Um, I find um, I do have a little bit of woo-woo in me, <laughs> if you like, for want of a better word. Don't worry, and- I do too, so it's all good. <laughs> so that will come out with the clients who are open to the woo-woo. Uh, some clients are not, so it doesn't. Uh, but I do love I do love the clients that come through Mind, Body, Spirit because they usually have a bit of woo-woo in them and, and I, I enjoy that. Gosh, I used to go to Body, Mind, Spirit all the time, but then it got it just changed, I think. But I didn't even know it was still going. There you go. Mm, it's twice a year now. Really? Mm, wow. I don't go to the second one. I only do the June one, but it is twice a year now. There you go. So let's talk about woo-woo. What's woo-woo okay. for you? Spirituality. Mm. Um, I have I have beliefs about the universe and how the world works, um, which are very Janelle Ryan. <laughs> They're not written down in a book anywhere. Um, I've been on my own spiritual journeys in the past. And I guess actually what is worth saying is being a change catalyst, I not only help people achieve change that they're craving or striving for there's also the change that happens to us so that all of a sudden we need to cope with and deal with and often our plans change have to change so the most common ones of course are redundancy or a breakdown of a relationship or loss of a loved one and I went through a very hard year in 2011 with um, very sudden death of my mother who I was very close to and a child not only about two months before that so um, I was quite and then my relationship broke down about three months after that so (laughs) within six months my whole world had changed and I was sad and broken and unhappy and um, took myself off to beautiful Bali and did some really deep soul searching and healing. And um, probably that's where, that's the biggest woo-woo I've ever done. I've done some, I did some quite amazing work over there and uh, came back my old self again, which was fantastic. Um, so I guess, I believe something I really believe that I see happen 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 and happen again with my clients and still Catherine actually blows my mind is I have a belief that once you're really clear on what it is you want to achieve or obtain or have in your life and you have to get clear on it but then when you start taking really determined steps towards it I have this belief that the universe says oh, okay, well, Catherine's really serious about this. She's really determined and I'm putting up some obstacles and she's not deterred, so I'm going to give it to her or I'm going to put opportunities in her way. And, you know, that that can be quite woo-woo to some people because, you know, you move forward, the universe will come and meet you the rest of the way. And 
I have seen that happen so many times that it blows my mind. <laughs> now I had a client who wanted a particular job earlier this year and the job she described to me appeared in about two weeks. And the next time I met with her, I was actually trying to pick holes in it because I thought she was um, maybe it was making it out to be perfect or she was idolizing a little bit and she ended up telling me to stop picking holes in it <laughs> that it was real and it was perfect and this is and yes she did manifest that exact job so and we sat there and we laughed for about five minutes and she said to me you told me this would happen and I said I know and it still blows me away. I, I'm right there with you. I believe that we manifest things and I do believe that sometimes the universe tests our, I guess, our motivation and whether our desire, how strong it is. And sometimes mm. some of us take that as a sign as like, oh, maybe I'm not meant to be going down that path mm. and maybe I'm going the wrong mm. direction. When in actual fact, it's like, okay, this is the universe saying, okay, if you really want it, show me, mm. show me and push through that. Yes. And I have, um, I came up with a theory long before I was a coach. I've been talking about this for about 15 years, usually because I was going from terrible relationship to, to terrible relationship. The pebble theory. And I had this theory that, and I think it applies everywhere in our lives. And I think it applies to everyone that when we're in the going, moving in the wrong direction, you know, something will happen and you think, oh, that hurt a bit or that wasn't meant to happen and that's the universe hitting you with a little pebble. You're going the wrong way, you're going the wrong way. I'm just warning you, you're going the wrong way. But we, I, I was just staying in bad relationships so I would persevere, you know, oh, that hurt a bit. He hurt me a bit then um, but that's okay. I'll fix it, you know, and or I'll change and then it will change and it will get better and, um, and then something else would happen that would hurt me a bit more and I call that the rock. So then the universe says, uh, you're still not changing direction. I'm going to throw a rock at you. That will hurt more. And then you still don't change direction and the universe puts a massive boulder on your head and you have no choice. Oh. So. I, I relate to that because I used to say uh, gone or be gone. If you don't listen to the signs and make a decision to move away from a bad relationship or from anything, as a matter of fact, that if you job. don't, yep, universe will make sure that it will take you out of that place. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, eventually, if you don't listen to the science. Mm -hmm. And especially with the relate, I'm married now. I got married at the age, ripe old age of 44 for the first time because I had to push through a lot of lovability um, mindset beliefs or non beliefs. Um, but anyway, so I was, you know, going through bad, into bad relationship after bad relationship. And they always broke up with me in the end, Catherine, anyway. So, you know, I would try and change or try and be better or try and do better or – so, yes, if you don't make the change, the, you, you're made redundant or yes. the man – or, you know, the person breaks up with you or you crash your car or, you know, there, there's something will happen to make you change direction. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So, Janelle, I'm curious, what did you do in Bali? I'm sure our listeners are too. They're listening to this conversation going, I wonder what Janelle did in Bali. Oh, I did – um. A lot of it's really personal, but okay. I did uh, crystal work with a woman I will never forget called Asha Wioni, mm -hmm. and she, um, I thought we were doing crystal, I didn't really know what it was, I thought it, that she was going to put some crystals on my body or something, and she was doing 
the she she actually invented it. So I think there's lots of practitioners now, but she's the original person that had got the big crystal bowls and oh, makes yeah. music out of the bowls. And it's about your vibration rises up to the vibration of the crystal, the no, the music from the crystal coming off the bowls. And she was incredible. That experience was. Um, and all I got told was I was going to do some crystal work and I walked in and sat down on her mat and she just started telling me about my life and what was going on. And I must have looked really puzzled because she said to me, oh, did they not tell you I'm a bit psychic as well? And I said, no, they didn't. <laughs> she said, oh, well, yes, I am. And this is what I'm seeing in you right now. And then, you know, we lay down and we did the crystal work. Um, I went to a 102-year-old Balinese Chinese medicine doctor. Well, I guess he wasn't a Chinese medicine doctor, a Balinese doctor mm -hmm. um, who put pieces of wood in between my toes and um, one point I screamed with pain and pulled my foot away. He was just putting little twigs between my toes like a Ooh. child would do at the beach. Ouch. And um, that was all about my – he told me, well, he, I had to have a, an you know, interpreter, but that that was about my insides and there was something wrong with my womb and something going on. And um, so that was fascinating. But probably the, the there was a multiple of other things. I was there for 17 days. I did um, art therapy and I did yoga and a lot of meditation and – um, the other thing was breath work. So have you ever heard of breath work? Mm, yes, absolutely. Have you done it? Yes, I have. Incredible. Yeah. So um, that was in a Balinese hut and they put the earphones on you and the blindfold and um, you listen to the mantras. I don't know if yours was the same. And I – and you basically, you, aren't you, Catherine, you're sort of hyperventilating, yes, aren't you? you know, yep. They make you do that, that breathing technique. Yep. And I had the most incredible experience. I was at one with every plant, every person, every animal. Um, all I felt was overwhelming love. I flew around the world twice. Just amazing. Wow. Just um Incredible, incredible things. So there, that that's my that's my woo woo at an extreme level. <laughs> oh, it's not woo woo yeah. at all. Like I've got one of those bowls sitting right in my office. I quite often use the um, sound vibration to clear my energy. And sometimes when I get stuck when I'm writing or anything like that, if I feel stuck, I'll use my clearing bowl. Um, oh, I don't use beautiful. the vibration. Yeah. Absolutely. How did you find the breath work? Have you done that here or overseas? Um, I've done it over the years in ashrams, um, in different different types of classes, uh, and there's different types of breathing as well. Um, the there's one I'm trying to think of the name, but it did I did get really dizzy and almost nauseous because what it does it actually breaks through some of those. Um, the blocks because they're working through your chakras and mm. you're doing a lot more breathing out um, and mm. blindfolded as well. 
so that you're not you're completely focused in the breath and completely focused internally. Mm. Um, I found that really difficult. Uh, there's different types of breathing exercises I've had experienced over the years, but I think that one was probably the worst. And I think that probably then I was working through some stuff and I wasn't ready to deal with it. Hence why my body was mm. really resisting uh, getting down to that really mm. the depth that I needed to get it to get to. Yeah, but he said to me, the um, practitioner, I guess, uh, said to me, he was actually American, I was in Bali, but he was American, and he said, your mind will resist, your mind will want to take the blindfold off and, you know, walk out of this room because your spirit is coming forward and your mind does not want, your mind cannot stand it when your spirit comes forward because the mind wants to be in charge and mind is your ego and the minute the, your spirit comes forward, it it disappears. Mm. It, 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 is, it has no power anymore because your spirit is so much, of course, larger and all-encompassing. Yeah. And your spirit is love and your spirit is acceptance of yourself and acceptance of others and love for everyone, whereas your mind is almost opposite of that. Yes. And... Um, and I definitely felt that, you know, my mind started going, oh, don't, don't, don't want to do this. This isn't good. <laughs> get out of this room. Get out of this room. And I had lot, a lot of resistance, but I was so glad that I pushed through. So mm. glad. So how did you find out about all of these, I guess, these healers and these people to go to in Bali? I... Um, I was very broken, like I said, and mm. sad and depressed, and I... Um, had a girlfriend living in Bali and I contacted her and she said, um, try this company. I, I didn't want to go to a retreat where – and um, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just not what I – I didn't want to go and sit in an enclosed retreat because I'm also a traveller. I travelled most of my 20s. Mm. So I love experiencing cultures. And I'd never been to Bali before. Been been halfway around the world twice, but I'd never been to Bali. And – um, I, I didn't want to just fly in, get driven to a retreat and be isolated for three weeks and come out. I wanted to have freedom. So um, it's a company that you stay where you want to stay. I booked my own accommodation. Um, they called me and talked through and I just cried through the whole conversation for an hour and um, they talk so they they design it so they talk to you find out what's going on um find out how you want to feel afterwards so for me it was healing whereas I guess for some people it might be stress relief or um you know just slowing down for a while for me it was actual healing my heart my heart Mm. was broken and they designed it so they um every every one day I went to some kind of healer and then the next day uh, they took me to a temple. So I did a lot of praying in temples in Bali, went up into the rainforest, right up into the, the mountains, um, went to a temple up there, went to, they have a water temple where you do a lot of um, water cleansing. So it was really amazing. It's really wow. amazing. Wow, Just sounds me. amazing. It does sound mm-hmm. amazing. So, Janelle, with the benefits of hindsight, oh, excuse me, hindsight, what would you have done differently in your life or career? Um, I think when I left my corporate role to um, – I'd started the business 
And within about six months, it was doing really well. And I jumped and <laughs> that I was excited and I was naive and I was confident and I was positive. And <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of those things are bad things, but I didn't know what I didn't know. I was really naive and I just quit my job and I didn't burn bridges as in I haven't made any enemies, but, you know, quit my job, jumped off the burning bridge and threw myself into it and um, then discovered after a few months that that didn't really sit with, I've got a really high value of security. <laughs> so that didn't really suit that high value of security. So there was quite a few sleepless nights and I think now in hindsight that if I had have just um, dropped my hours or left my work but, but gone and found a part-time job and started the business part-time, it may have I may have got a lot more sleep <laughs> in the first year. So when I'm working with someone now who when I'm coaching someone who wants to start their own business, I'm very focused on their values and what their values are. Someone, as you would know, someone who's adventurous will jump, has a high value of adventure, will jump very quickly, will jump much faster than someone who has a high value of security. Mm, I'm, so, I'm right there with you. I think I did the same, but I planned. I left my corporate role, but planned in advance, saved some money, uh, and then when I left, I gave myself 12 months. But same thing happened to me. I went from having a lot of money to no mm. money. And that when you're saying that because um, I'm very adventurous and creative, yet I guess money is not um, a high priority, but security is. Mm. So mm. it was it was interesting going through that journey. I, I have to say it was probably one of the toughest things I've ever had to go through. Absolutely. And I have worked – since I was 15 years old and it was the everything I had, Catherine, I had bought myself, my house, my car, my jewellery, my holidays, my adventures. Um, to me, a man was never a financial plan and all of a sudden I'm living off my husband and I didn't realise how hard that would be either. Mm. I really had to. I didn't cope with that very well for a while. Yeah, same. I, exactly the same. I feel like I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> I, I did the same. I started work at the age of 16 and same thing. I've always been uh, independent, never dependent on anyone. Mm -hmm. And for that year, I really did have to lean on my husband now, but my partner at the time, which was something I've never had to do. So that was new a new experience in itself and I have to say I had to really work through that. Mm, I did. I absolutely did. How did you How did you work through it? Uh, I had to – what I said to myself was for short term. So I allowed mm. – I accepted it because we did talk about it and I was very no, 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 no because uh, I'm one of these people that quite independent. I don't like to ask for help uh, and especially not ask for money. So for me mm. it was about – accepting assistance and help for a, a short term mm. and then if that didn't work out then I'd go back into my corporate environment and get a job I mean that was the worst mm. thing possible mm. that could have happened uh, but as I let go of that something changed in me because then I that's how I started picking up clients so once I let go of all that fear of um, and my focus was fear of 
um, not having money coming in. And, and I think the, the fact that I had that fear was an actual uh, invisible block right in front of me. Mm. And the moment I let that go and surrendered to um, support, it changed. Everything changed. And, I, and especially when I said to myself, I will do it for a short time, not a long time, then things started turning for me and, and completely changed within a couple of months. So it's, it's, it's amazing sometimes we stop fighting it and surrender to it. Ah, it's amazing, isn't it? Because mm. I thought the same thing. The worst thing that can happen is I go and get a job. That is the worst thing that can happen, which isn't bad, you know. I loved being in the workforce. So I love my business more. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I – and I like – I. I let go of it too. It hounded me for a long time and I think you're right. I think I think I was so worried about what wasn't happening that you're not letting what can happen in. Mm, yep, and then once you say, okay, this is how it is and as you said, surrender, it all starts to turn around. Yeah, but I think it's it's what you were talking about before. We get in our way. It's our mind that gets in our way. Mm-hmm. The moment we get out of our our way and and really be led by our heart, which is faith, mm-hmm. trust, all of those things, it's completely different than when you are driven by your mind. What do I do next? How do I get money? Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. You know, mm-hmm. I think that we get in our own way from allowing things to to unfold. Yeah, and um. I think sometimes the key is to get quiet mm. and stop and listen and meditate. And I've, I've really, I, I got, I, I fell into that trap at the beginning of busy work, you know, the busy work that's the easy work, the little tasks. And, and I think that comes from being in a corporate environment for so long that as long as you're busy, well, you must be doing a good job, you know, mm. cause you're busy. Yeah. And when you're, in your in an entrepreneur and I it took me six months to move out of a, a wage or a salary mindset too and into a I've got to create this no one's putting money in my bank account every month anymore so that was a my as you talk about mindset that was a mindset shift as mm. well but I've got a really funny story I started working with a mindset coach earlier this year right Jan, a year ago January and um I wanted some strategy. I admired her business and I wanted some strategy. And uh, but she's basically but she's predominantly a mindset coach. And we had this really funny conversation and I said, she still laughs about it. And I said, No, 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 I don't need any mindset. I just need strategy. And she said, Really? And I said, My mind's fine. I'm really determined. I'm really focused. I'm really pas- pas- passionate. I'm really resilient. My mind's fine. By about our third session, I think I cried for the whole session (laughs) because she was starting to unlock everything that all those barriers I had up. And and that's the thing is, you know, we don't even know they're there a lot of the time. No, I know. It's it's. I actually had a coaching session uh, just recently myself, and um, I, I need a new coaching relationship with this uh, amazing woman. Um, but we were having a conversation and. It's, it doesn't matter how much, uh, you know, I think that I'm very self-aware and I can talk about how I see it. But when you actually have somebody listening to what you're actually saying and then they repeat it mm. back to you and then you reflect mm. on it, it's like, wow, okay, I mm. see what I'm creating. But sometimes you just need that 
somebody to listen to you and re- and, and paraphrase it or reflect and have that time to reflect on what you're saying to make you realize that, oh, like it was like the penny dropped for me. It was like now I know what I'm doing. Mm. It is literally all in your mind. Absolutely. It is. Mm. So Janelle, as we do with every show, we always ask our woman of inspiration to describe one word that you would pick as your personal brand. So what would be that one word? Authentic, definitely. So um, I make an agreement with all my clients at the beginning that I will be open and authentic and honest at all times. And even if that makes me feel uncomfortable, even if saying something to them makes me feel uncomfortable, if I think it will help them, that I will do that. And um, and I often get feedback that that's, that's appreciated. Mm. So authenticity and not hiding behind marketing um, glossiness, if you like. Mm. So I want to be me. I want to talk about the things I like to talk about. I... Um, I coach people on not being perfect, so my my things aren't perfect, my videos aren't perfect, my website isn't perfect, um, but I'm comfortable with that because that's me. Mm, that really does shine through just from getting to know you, Janelle. Absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. The other thing we ask our women of inspiration is to leave uh, three gold nuggets for our listeners. So what would be your top three shiny gold nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners? Well, I guess I've already touched on them throughout our conversation, but mm-hmm. my first one would be that life doesn't magically get better. And I think a lot of people move through life, I know I did, move through life thinking, oh, if I'll just win Tats Lotto or if I'll just get healthier or if this will just happen or if I, that my life will be perfect or my life will be better. Um, you... The, con- the, the, the consistent thing in your life is you. And if you make a change, things will change around you. So that's the first one. You, you, you have the power all the time. You don't need to win Tats Lotto. <laughs> you have the power to make the change. Um, the second one I talked about was uh, quitting perfectionism or quitting the need to be perfect. I decided consciously to quit perfectionism about two years ago and it's one of the best things I have ever done. And I wish I had have done it earlier. And I honestly believe it's made me a better friend. It's made me a better wife. It's made me a better stepmother. And I'm sad I didn't do it in my corporate life because I think I would have been a better leader as well. I think my strive for perfection um, filtered down into my team. And I wish I had have quit perfectionism perfectionism earlier. Yep. Um, the third one is the authenticity, always be yourself. And when I started the business, I got caught up in what other people were doing or what other people told me I should be doing. Um, and I start, you know, and I listened and I thought, okay, that must be the way to do this. And I would go down a path that didn't work for me Um and then I'd think, oh, that didn't work. And then someone else would say, no, do this, you know. So then I'd go down that path. And um, and now a few years later, I, I do what makes me feel good inside, what's authentic for me, what makes me happy, what brings me joy. And 
they're, so they're the kind of clients I attract. I start to attract inspiring people that I love to work with because I'm just being me. So always be yourself. Don't have to be perfect and you have the power to make a change. I love it. And I think you should always be yourself. It's interesting how some people, and like you said, you know, especially when you start going to business and even some of my clients really compare themselves with other people, what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. like, focus on you. And it, it, what they're doing doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. It's, um, you know, everyone is completely different. I think it's you, if you go with what feels right for you, you're on track. Absolutely. And be different. Mm. Be different. Be the... Be the person that stands out because you're not the same. Yeah, true. Be the person without a niche. See, that's the first time. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever heard that. I even even with my clients, I actually still say, you know, you should really be focused on. Uh, it's because that's that's the way I've done it, and that's the way I've been coached and taught as well. Uh, but it's the first time I've actually ever heard, "Don't have a niche." You're the first person I've ever. So to me, that's authentic in itself. Yeah, it's not advice. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's but... just the way I, I, I've, I've had to own that. Mm. I've just had to say, you know, I, I, I don't mind what you do for a living. I, I, I will help you make your life better. But I love that. So, Janelle, how do our listeners find you? Uh, the website is www.skyhighcoaching.com.au. Um, and if you can, I mention there's a free product on yes, there. Yes, of yep. course. So there is a free self coaching kit called Cloudy to Clear. Um, you can uh, register for that. It comes straight into your email inbox, and it's it's a self coach. It's a little self coaching kit that actually will give you an indication straight away of where you want to make a change in your life, what might be my, might be most pressing for you. It'll give you a visual snapshot of that. And then there's a little toolkit on how to set some goals and put some actions behind them. It's just fun. It's a bit of fun. Um, so you can jump on the website. I've got a Facebook page, Sky High Coaching, and I'm on LinkedIn as well. Just love it. Absolutely love it. I'm sure our listeners will get jump onto your website and download that kit. So thank you so, so much, Janelle, for your amazing energy and your time. Absolutely wonderful to have you on the show. My pleasure. I've had heaps of fun. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you. You're most welcome. That brings us to the end of the show. If you have any questions, please send us an email to jennifer at iamwomanproject.com.au or Twitter at iamwomanproject and we will get right back to you. If you were listening to this podcast on iTunes, please make sure you leave a review or rating about the show. We would love to hear your thoughts. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, please take care.